Hey guys, how you doing? This is JP Saricolia coming to you once again with another episode of Age of Heroes, my podcast. Welcome to the podcast. And today I want to touch in an area that I wanted to talk about, but of course, trying to find the time is always difficult. So whenever I get a chance, that's what the podcast I do. That's what I do in my podcast. I talk about issues and situations that are important to talk about, and particularly things that are probably on the on the talks uh, during that during the, that time uh, but um, since last week actually this was the news came out in, in July 4th which was really sad it was the in this case the termination or the shutting down of mad magazine as we know it uh, I'm definitely have had a lot of um, I would say conflicted uh, feelings in regards to it and uh, I want to share about them today. And I want to talk about Mad Magazine and what it really represents for a lot of people uh, and for American culture and pop culture in general. Uh, and also what it represents for modern times. And what I think is one of the biggest problems that I, you know, we're looking at and we're seeing uh, not only in the entertainment business, but also in, in the world, in, in the real world, in the situations that... Um, that we're dealing on a daily basis. Uh, and definitely Mad Magazine was for many years at the center, after 67 years in print, was at the center of it. But for that, we need to go back to the beginning, to the start of Mad Magazine. And we had to do a, some some history lesson here. Now, I could tell you one thing, uh, to be honest with you, I'm not gonna lie to you, I was never a big Mad Magazine, I would say, reader. I, I liked the magazine. But I was never, I would say, like a hardcore fan that was on this, that had the subscription and I was reading it constantly. No, I wasn't. My brother, who is younger than I, for a couple of months, you know, he's like 10 months, a couple of days younger, but he's my younger brother. But we're technically uh, same same age. Um, he um, he was a bad, a fan of Mad. He he read a lot of Mad magazines and he was the one that brought Mad magazines at home. Uh, and definitely, uh, that's actually how I experienced Mad magazine. My father liked Mad magazine. He read some of the the issues, and of course, my brother did that too. So I, I kind of like it. I'm not gonna tell you that. Oh, I was a big fan, but I love the the art and the many artists that were part of it. But also how he really throw punches at everything. You know whether there is pop culture, politics, uh, you know, social commentary, uh, but he never really cited. He was, uh, you know, he never really cited with one aisle or with the other in regards to issues. He really, you know, fun of, you know, Democrats and Republicans alike. And it's something that it was an institution of satirical, com you know, satirical, uh, I would say, information, satirical news, satirical, um, you know, drawings, cartoons, all of that. It was it was as a center of it. It was independent. And I think that was the greatest aspect of Mad Magazine. Now, Mad Magazine, it started back in 1952. That's when it was founded by, uh, in that moment, uh, editor Harvey Kurtzman. Actually, when you, when the people in the industry, in the comics industry, they get a Harvey Awards, is because, of course, of Harvey Kurtzman, who, who is definitely one of uh, one of the greatest of Mad Magazine. It was the one that actually did the first 24 issues when they were in, in, in comic book format, and, and of course, uh, he didn't uh, move into the magazine aspect, but he's the one that cemented what Mad Magazine would be for years to come, and then, of course. Then he moved to work for, uh, in this case, for Playboy. He was doing Little Annie Fanny. 
uh, for for many years from 1962 to 1988, which is is you know it really he's a legend. You know Harvey is a legend. You know he was a tough person to work, but his humor, his ability to control things. You know he was a great editor. Uh, people love his work. It was tough to work for, but um, he knew what he wanted. He envisioned that, and when he created, of course, Mad, that then became of course Mad Magazine. It really you know cemented put the foundation that will be for many years what really Mad would be. It really defined, I would say, a generation, uh, the skeptical generation. Of course, years later when, um, in this case, the comic industry decided uh, really to, uh, after a lot of scrutiny from the government, they decided to create the court authority. Then uh, Mad Magazine turned from a comic book because it was initially a comic book. Uh, by EC Comics. That was actually the only comic book they had at that time. Uh, and under all that fire, they decided to change the format and they became a, a magazine because there was no scrutiny for magazines, of course, at that time. Uh, and uh, and definitely that's when he, the format came. A lot of things changed. Of course, it went black and white. Uh, but, of course, they maintained the same level of comedy and satirical comedy. For many years, it grew. You know, it grew so much to the point that at some point they got over 2 million readers so back in the 70s. Uh, on a you know and, and subscribers and uh, it was a, it not only a institution in that sense it implemented a lot of things that were not seen in, in the industry at the time you know they didn't uh, use advertising for many years that didn't change until 2017 that's when they started using advertisement but of course they were bought during that time prior years prior they were bought by in this case by a conglomerate which is Warner Brothers and uh, the Warner um, Entertainment and of course they're part now of DC Comics. But as a as a center, as an institution, they have been uh, struggling for for quite some time. You know, they've been struggling in the sense that they accepted advertisement because they needed the advertisement in order to survive in recent years. Um, a lot of things were changing, even in the political spectrum of things, and, and the way they were they were dividing themselves, the way they were um, you know dealing with some issues. They even apologized for certain things that they were said and done before, which that was something that Mad never did for many years. Um, and you know, as you can see, the landscape of the political spectrum that we live in today, uh, where it seems that independent thinking is dying, and uh, it is sad to see Matt go because of that. Now, in my opinion, you know, going through all of this, like I said before, I didn't grow up with Matt. You know, I didn't grow up in the 50s. You know, I grew up in the late 70s. That's when I was born, but I grew up in the 80s. I remember as a kid, you know, Matt being such a powerhouse in the sense of, you know, what really conveyed for people, what really represented for people, a separate voice from the voices around you, a different voice that, you know, make fun of the things that you were dealing with, not only making fun of the medium, of the industry, of the comic books, of the news, of the political senses, of the society as a whole, uh, of the craziness of the society. It was one that was do it, did it very smartly and did it very, um, very openly. And uh, it was a, a haven for uh, independent thinking. Like, you know, saying the, the skeptical generation, the, the generation that grew up in the 50s, 60s, 70s, the generation that came to be as a, a not necessarily based on an age group, but a group of people uh, that really said, you know what, there are a lot of things that are wrong in this world, things that need change, things that need uh, transformation. And, uh, 
how can we change that? And sometimes it is hard to really come to the conclusion how to change the world, what is wrong with the world, but we can see the flaws in the philosophies of the world, whether it's democratic, whether it's Republican, whether it's whatever, you can see those flaws and you can point them out. And um, the skeptical generation was that, a group of people that they saw the world in a different manner. They, they didn't want to confine themselves to the thinking of the past or, the, or whatever was said that was the right way to go. Why is it that things are that way? Why is it that we have to follow this ideology? Why is it that we have to, to move in this direction? And because of that way of thinking, of course, they define the generations. They really push the boundaries. And when you come to think of it, many people were influenced by Matt, not only in the comic book industry, not only creators and artists, but also politicians, also people in the science, you know, people in, in all the different aspects of spectrums of life that were touched by this way of thinking, thinking outside the box. The problem of today's society, and I can say that because recently I was um, going on, on um, I follow Arnold Schwarzenegger, and I was following Arnold on uh, uh, his Instagram. He made a point about something that he considered, it was a political uh, charge pose, but he was thinking outside the box. And of course, he got attacked by a lot of these people are saying, well, you know, this and that, you used to be cool, now you're not cool because this and that. Just because you don't agree with, you know, you know, with him, you know, with the certain things. Uh, he doesn't agree with certain things with our president does, and um, which is understandable. You know, this is the thing. We live in a democracy. You know, we, we can agree. Uh, we can disagree. We can agree to disagree. You know, we have the right. This is the one of the greatest things of living in America. In many parts of the world where there is free speech, um, we have the right to express our views. We don't have to agree with things. You know, it's important. The skepticism is important. Because a skepticism means that we can do, uh, we can determine if something is right or wrong. And skepticism is important in science. It is part of science. You know, we have to always to determine if something is valuable so it can become a, a science law. You cannot simply assume that the world is flat because there, you know, without any, you know, proper proof. We have the proof that the world is not flat. It is round. We have the proof of those things. But a lot of, te a lot of theories have to be proven. And this is where skepticism comes. And this is when we have to apply those things. The same happens with law. The same happens with government. The same happens with society. The same happens with everything. We have to be skeptical of the real meaning behind the things. And why is it that we're doing what we're doing? Why is it that our government is taking this stand? Why is it that this and that? Why is it that we have to declare war against this? country why is it that we have to declare um, you know this kind of things so why is it that we have to push this laws what is behind all of this and I feel that Matt was always open for that it was a place where people can express that of course in recent years Matt lost that power when the generation I would say I would say from the 80s you know which I'm part of as well uh, it starts swifting away from you know the printing you know the printing was suffering through the 80s and uh, you know losing you know they were losing money because there were a lot of people were moving to other types of entertainment you know entertainment was growing in other areas you had the time of cable cable TV was growing in the country the, the v, VHS you know the time where people were watching movies now at home there was ways that you didn't have to go to the movie theater to watch movies anymore 
Things were changing rapidly through the 80s. And then, of course, the 90s, people started moving in a new direction. And the companies, a lot of companies, publishing companies, magazines, you know, comic book companies, they were trying to find ways to keep people, you know, and pretty much still uh, subscribers. But people were moving in a new direction. Of course, then it came the Internet, which is now the thing. You know, that's where we get our news. That's where we get our information. That's where we spend most of our time. We spend our time on the Internet constantly. Whether it's reading stuff on or talking or interacting with people on Facebook, on Instagram, Twitter, but also talking to people, uh, you know, uh, you know, on the different forums. So, you know, we go to the, get our news from there. We watch our movies there. We stream a lot of stuff from there. We play video games online. So we spend so much time on all these different platforms that uh, all information comes from there. So it has become very difficult for com companies like Mad uh, Publishing companies to really survive and a lot of these publications are dying out and we know it's dying out unfortunately with that it's also dying a place where people can free think and can express ideas and also can question you know that things are happening uh going back to what i was saying because i lost track of it for a moment when i was looking at this post somebody was they were a lot criticizing of course arnold schwarzenegger and i i posted was said why is it that you are doing that and people were saying well because he changed this uh, uh because he did that because he doesn't believe in this because he doesn't believe in that i said well why do you believe on those things and of course we've gone into this conversation that was very heated in regards to why is that we have to believe this and why i have to believe that but one of the persons that was responding, a very young person, very young, probably in their early 20s, perhaps, not even, not even that, he's telling me, well, this is then, you know, if this is what I've been told in school, then the school is wrong. And I said, well, why is it that you believe or accept everything you're taught as the law or as the final word? Because the, the secret of life and the, and the way we grow in life is by questioning the, what we've been taught. It's important for us to question our faith. It's important for us to question our beliefs. It's important for us to question our system. It's important to question our values as well. I'm a Christian. I'm a born-again Christian. Many of you know. If you want to follow me on my YouTube channel, Born Again TV, where I share my, my, my spiritual walk, by all means, you can do it. I don't push my, my Christian faith on anyone. But even as a Christian, I know that I am not going to accept what people are saying just because they're saying it. Just because somebody in the pulpit is saying, this is what you need to believe. I need to be skeptical about it. I need to go back to the Word, which is the Word of God, the Bible, and have to study it. and have to read it and to find out if this is true. Because sometimes people say one thing and they behave in a totally different way, totally unchristlike. This is my point of view. That's the reason why I don't really, uh, I would say, you know, put myself on the shoes and say, well, I'm a Republican, although I have, uh, you know, I would say conservative values. I'm very conservative in my values. But it doesn't mean that I align myself with a lot of their views, because just because I'm a Christian doesn't mean that I'm going to vote Republican. Same way, just because I have an independent way of thinking doesn't mean that I'm going to vote Democratic all the time. You know, I'm a skeptical of what people are trying to do all the time, whether it's Democratic, whether it's the Republican Party, any party. All the parties are only interested on their own own benefits, you know, and really to, you know, for themselves, you know, not necessarily for the person like you and I, not for necessarily for the, 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 the you know, the American citizen. Although, you know, I'm not going to tell you that all the people are, are bad because they are politicians are, are in these parties that they are caring. They care for what they do. I'm not going to judge them and say they're worthless because they're not. 
But definitely, this is something that really um, made me think when I'm thinking about this young kid that is part of the new generation, the generation that is supposed to be more open, has more knowledge than ever before, a generation that is being given all these things, a generation that pretty much is, is banking on the benefits. It is really enjoying the benefits of those that sacrifice it all. You know, because the conversation went into the point of Vietnam War. He's talking about Vietnam War was the you know greatest thing. We won the Vietnam War. We never won the Vietnam War. I don't know what kind of history you had. You know, we lost so much. You know, we lost so many people there. You know, so many young kids. And it really marked the, the, the story of America. You know, and definitely it's not saying that we have always won everything. Not saying not against what it was the, the desires to do for some, some people that fought in the war. But we know that many veterans suffer and still suffer up to this day every war. I'm not, I don't want to get political here, although I'm already going in the political direction. But what I'm saying is this, is that just because we're told to believe something doesn't mean that we have to believe it. We have to put it to the test. And when we put it to the test, then we can come to the conclusion if it's factual or not, if it's right or wrong. It is sad to see Matt go. At the same time, you know, it's understandable, you know, the, the way the, 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 the situations are going with the publishing uh, enterprises. Uh, they're unable to do it. Uh, we know that they're going to continue on until August. They're going to have, for all the subscribers, they're going to have still uh, some of their issues, new issues. After uh, that time, they're going to get, uh, they're no longer going to be on, uh, on this case, newsstands like they used to. They're going to find them on comic book shops. Of course, this distribution is going to be by Diamond, you know, because of DC. And uh, they're going to have it more periodically. They're going to pretty much reprint a lot of the older issues. You're going to get a lot of reprints, a lot of collections, like, you know, what that Marvel and DC are doing and all the companies are doing nowadays. And uh, at the end of the year, they're going to have the year special. Uh, it is sad to see. Now, when you, if you're watching this on YouTube, you, you're going to see that I have a, a slideshow of all the most iconic, or some of the most iconic issues, because there's so many. There's over, what, over 500, 600, 700, or more than that. Um, um, all these issues are extremely uh, iconic, I remember. And I have this. You know, this is a, collect this is a, a institution that is, will always be remembered. Uh, it seems that as we grow, as we evolve, some good things still are there. You know, I, I still believe that there is an skeptical generation. I still believe that this generation is more skeptical, satirical than ever before. However, I feel that at the same time, we're so divided in our points of views that we have lost the side of what it really means to be independent, what it really means to be on one side. Nowadays, or, or, or you are pro-Trump or you're against Trump. Or you cannot be in between. You cannot be a skeptical. You know, there are a couple of things that I, I you know, I, I see that Trump is doing there right. And I say, yeah, he's doing that. It's right. I like what he does on that area. But there's so many areas where I disagree with him. Just because I disagree in one point doesn't make me a, I would say, a Democrat, a Democrat, you know, and just because I agree with certain things doesn't make me a Republican. You know, I'm just an independent person. I'm an independent thinker. And I'm skeptical about a lot of things. So but every politician, I don't align myself with any man. I don't align myself with the word of God. That's all I do because as a Christian, I believe in that. And I believe that in this generation, whether you are Christian or not, whether you're agnostic, whether you are uh, whatever religion you, 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 know, you, you profess, doesn't matter what you are. It's all about really not doubting, but, you know, you know being a skeptical 
and about those about your beliefs about the system about everything else around you doesn't make you a bad person doesn't mean that you have to be paranoid doesn't mean that you have to be you know always worried thinking that you know big brother is watching you no but it's about really uh, setting those boundaries because when we look at those things then we can check you know we can check our lives we can really make a, a scrutiny of our lives and really know where in what areas we need change you know people change we all change our mind change our thoughts change we change people might say people don't change that's not true because people do change but that means growth and sometimes it means also humbleness it means that we have to accept that we don't know everything and sometimes what we know is being prescribed by us by others and necessarily means that is the right thing we need to adjust the direction and uh, I feel that magazines like Matt again were a great, clear, great example um, a great example of something that that allow people to think freely and many kids and many young kids and many men nowadays of course a lot of generations really were able to express themselves and to really see the world from a different standpoint than just the norm but what is your opinion what do you think about that were you a fan of math do you read math uh, growing up uh, are you still a subscriber of math I would like to hear it. Uh, definitely, it's uh, sad news, but at the same time, it's time to move on. Uh, but hopefully, the in this case, the legacy of Matt continues on, and uh, we can get to see now in this new formats that we have, where it's social media, we can get to see people to be, you know, people challenging the norm. Uh, once again, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. If you're doing that in YouTube, God bless my friends, and I'll talk to you again. Bye bye.